Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio, episode number 206. It's April 29th, and there's not a gray cloud in the sky. Jake's wearing a nice hat, BBD's got a fresh haircut, and my eye is feeling better than ever. We got a puppy record and a great onion iced. Sports are light, but that's okay. Welcome to the day. All right, John Boy and Jake Radio, episode number 206. What's up, everybody? Jake, how are you doing? Doing well, James. Good morning to you. Good morning to David P. Mendelson. Whoa. Uh, Look them up, kids. Find them and put them in a headlock once Corona's passed. Um, I'm I'm doing all right, Jim. I've I've got huge news for you. Yes. Big old news for you. What Um, is it? You know, I've got my I Love Baseball hat on. BBD's got his fresh cut. Your eyeballs stop trying to leave your body. Jim, we were kind of in the weeds yesterday. We were beat down. Yeah. My, My... My my body was flaring up. Your eyeball was trying to leave your your face permanently. We missed the flyover thing, kind of, which we got ourselves a little excited for, but not too excited for. Jim. Yeah. It was the Tuesday monster. Yeah. I was I was sitting there at like 3.30 p.m., like kind of mad at myself, mad at Jess, mad at Noodles. Like, mad what's going on? And then I just put it together. It's like, oh, it's Tuesday. oh, society's starting to figure things out. Tuesday's pissed because Tuesday's had like a three-day week going, and now we're we're starting to get back into it. So I'm 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 doing all right. How are you doing? I'm it's great because my eye was so bad yesterday. I spent eighty bucks on a virtual doctor's appointment because I was googling it. And they're like, well, worst case is pretty bad. Right. So I was like, well, fuck. And then I was like, I'm not going to go to a doctor. So then I do it. I spend money. And uh, I don't know what happened, but the sensitivity to light was so bad that I was just like head in a pillow. And if I moved that pillow and some light came in, it was like, I was trying to explain it. It felt like a laser was going through my eye into my head. Just like so mm. sensitive to light. So I called the lady Not up. in a good way. Not in a good way either. Yeah, yeah, not in a good way. So, I don't know, but then I, I was doing hot compresses. I think there was something in there because eventually it felt like there was like, if I could just get that fucking thing out, and then eventually I think I hot compressed and massaged it till it came out because it was like this where I went, oh, Katie, yeah, I think it's good now. Uh, and then I was sensitive to light all night, but it's still a little red, or it was. Um. Uh, but I, my, my, my glasses are so old and so serial killer ass gross. And they don't even really work. They're like half a prescription of what I actually need. Sure. So I don't want to wear them when I'm on camera. So I just put the contact bin and run the risk. I did cameos wow. last night without any glasses or contacts on. So I was just kind of like blind looking at my phone. Those are, uh, Hey, those are gifts forever now. Yes. I saw you doing a cameo last night singing your Tyler Wade song. Yeah, got a got a request for the Tyler Wade song. It'd it been a while since I since I let that rip. Um, 
I don't know, probably an underrated part of it uh, because I need the instrumental to that song going. The what's it? I always forget the word. Stronger, shallow, shallow, uh, yeah, shallow. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, Lady Gerger, and so we've got the piano now. So I had it set up on the piano, and I could make it look like I'm kind of playing. Yeah. But I I thought it was funny. I played the instrumental, the strings version of it. <laughs> So that was that was a little joke just for me. That's like not great, but it got, got me good. <laughs> As you said, could have easily the piano. done the piano version. Um, Do you get it, BBD? He played the strings version, but he was sitting at the piano. Okay, tough. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Um, and then yeah, we uh, I I won't say. I, I mean, especially just one wall away just got pretty amped up last night to watch little women. And don't get me wrong. I've heard it's a fantastic the film. New, the new movie. Yeah. Oh, delightful film. Did you watch it? No. And here's the problem. It was like 9 PM. It's a two hour 15 movie. And Jess is a movie sleeper anyways. Oh. And I'm a little high. So that's, I mean, hey, movie sleepers, they don't get any say in anything. Like my Courtney's, a, my sister's a movie sleeper. If she wants to pick out a movie, like you're not watching it anyway. So I'm not, you have zero say in the matter. Right. So now I'm kind of with you. I was with Jess because it's a good movie. Now I'm with you. And I, I still want to see it. And so we actually made a big step because the, <laughs> I want to say the threat of Little Women. But we, Little Women's been in the... Like if if we're gonna go and pay the four ninety nine to buy a movie, Little Women's been up on that list for a little while now. So we actually made a pretty big step. We bought Little Women for the thirty days, okay, but we haven't watched it. That's so, huge. Uh, that's that's a victory for Jess. You guys played that well. It's it was a win win. It was a win all around. And uh, again, so like I was doing the cameo stuff and being silly at like eight thirty, and ideally maybe if we started then she could have had a chance. But at the same time, it was nine. We purchased it. And I was like, hey, if you want to do it, like, I'll dive. You know, it's a good movie. I'll probably be on my phone a little bit, to be honest with you. But whatever. Like, we can let it rip. And then she just looks at me and she's like, I'm already tired. And I was like, well, then we know. Then <laughs> we know. So, Friday Night Lights, uh, Coach Tyler, um, good stuff. Uh, Smash is getting into the juice. Um, Matt Sarenson asks out his daughter. So good, good stuff going on. Julie. Nice bangs. Yeah, man. And I, uh, man, there's a, there's some scary coach Jake comparisons going on early. As I mentioned before, my, my, my friends grew up, you know, they want to be Riggins. They want to be, when he's trying to talk to his daughter at the ping pong table about, um, like the being asked out by Matt Sarenson. I mean, that's Jake playbook one Oh one. I think it's a little, I don't think you realize that like you can't just compare yourself to one of the better TV characters in the history of TV, like most respected, no, no. most handsome, like women Jimmy, love them. Men love them. You've, you're completely missing it. I'm, I'm comparing myself to like his, what be his flawed attributes. Like communicating with his with his daughter, um, 
when he forgets to tell his wife about the party that they're supposed to throw. Like those things are in the the Jake coach bucket. Just um, like the classic aloof so, father. <laughs> like they're playing ping pong and he's like, well, your mother told me to ask you about the dating thing. She doesn't talk. And then he says another line. When he, he comes back into the house and he, he he's so proud that he tells his wife, he's like, hey, talk to our daughter about the dating thing. And she goes, and? And Coach just freezes. And that's a thousand percent what I would do. I don't have more. I, I thought I completed the mission. And that's when the daughter says that she's decided to go on a date with him. It was, it was good stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I'm just like smashed too with the steroids. So it's getting spooky. I saw someone commented on one of our social medias like, hey, don't take steroids. I don't know. They're like, don't do it. Take steroids lightly, Jake. Like, geez, take care of yourself. And then I got worried for you. I was like, right. oh, shit. Is this not? Because I thought you were just being prescribed steroids and it was good. But some random person online showed empathy and like worry for you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe the steroids are a bad idea. I don't know anything. The steroids are good. I don't know what's going to happen, man. Um, Cause the pain's moving around a little bit. I'm almost, I think I've got one more day of roids and yeah, I mean, there's still pain and stuff. So we're, uh, we're one day at a time, one day at a time. It was uh yeah, but you have a checkup today, right? That's good. Got my checkup today. And dude, it, it just getting old is brutal. Like I, I know everyone hears the speech and when you're young, it goes in one ear and out the other. And it should like that's that's part of the features of being young. Um, but I, I was talking to Tom Piccolo, who we do talk and Nick stuff with. And he was like, Jake, I heard heard your back is acting up. So I told him what was going on. He's like, yeah, I had that happen to me. Um, I was just in the shower and I felt a fierce pain. I had to get out of the shower and just lay on the ground. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, when you, when you start getting old, shit just happens. Um, yeah. And then spiraling there, and it'll lead into kind of a jakey fun stat that I, I, I tweeted out last night. Just, A, bringing it back to sports and being like, man, if your body gives up on you, like, that's just brutal. Um, and then I was, I was looking at Jacoby Nomar. Oh, okay. I, I was looking at Nomar because the ESPN was showing the Aaron Boone game last night. And I kind of did this like, how good was Nomar? Because, I mean, our, our, our Boston buddies, like Chapin, was obsessed with Nomar, like in a weird way. And they should have been. His stats are uh, good for that, that section, right? Like he was, he his, led the league in batting average twice. His stats were crazy good. And I, I had this kind of realization moment. I was like, I've seen stats just like this before. My next page I clicked on was Troy Tulowitzki. And dude, their careers are like very similar. Their wars are 0.2 apart, 44.5, 44.3, uh, 361 OBPs each. Um, Tulo with a couple more homers, Nomar with the better OPS. Tulo, I think, was a slightly better fielder, but these are two guys that, like, they basically racked up almost all these numbers before they turned 30, <laughs> um, and then no. their bodies gave out on them. No more. He's got one year, his age 32 yeah. season. With no, more's got, no more's got one more year than Tulowitzki and is slightly better at all the slash lines. 
So if uh, if a Red Sox fan who idolizes Nomar was to say like, oh, Nomar's better than Troy, I'd give him the slight, slight nod. But yeah, that's that's cool. Who was the other? Yeah, on, I mean, on, t- on today's episode of Talking Baseball, we found out that Chris Davis and Yasiel Puig's careers are like a weird mirror image. It's cool finding yeah. that. Yeah, so that was, uh, I don't know, I, I thought that was just a weird find on the couch. And again, when I when I one day get high enough to write this Derek Jeter thesis paper, uh, thesis paper, I mean, I think there will be a too low Nomar section where it's like, hey, again, let's stop penalizing guys for playing longer because those guys would have loved to play longer. And then that'll be the end of the chapter. If I take away Nomar's last season, then they each have 13 seasons, right? Sure. And the numbers. I mean, Tulo's last season isn't a season either, you know? Oh, you're right. You're right. They're counting that. All right. So never mind then, because then you have to I'm take sorry. Away I'm sorry. No, it's a good call. You, you stopped me. No more still edges him out in all the categories. Like, all, uh, all, not just not the counting, the slash line. Barely, but he does. Yeah. Good, good no, find. No. Yeah, it was it was it was it was cool to see, and I was thinking of uh, you know one of the first comments under my thing was uh, it was a Yankees fan that was like, "Oh, give me give me prime Nomar all day," and I was like, "This is kind of the point. Like, you've probably seen Nomar a lot as a Yankees fan. How many Troy Tulowitzki games did you watch when he was in his prime? Probably none. Yeah. Um, so." Tough. This, Don't get hurt, people. <clears throat> this was the guy who commented on the Talking Yanks Instagram. It's uh, his uh, Stanley Steadman the first. Okay. And all he said was, "Is about you taking steroids." He said, "See a chiropractor, see a chiropractor, bro. That's a slippery slope." Cortis steroids help to a point, but do your research, man. And I read it as very like yeah. he's worried about you. And then yeah. I got a little upset that I just accepted the steroids without any worry for you. So thanks, Stanley Steadman. Right. So you are seeing chiropractors, so then I'm happy. Yeah, and I don't know. If if I if I really get into steroids, is that the worst news? I don't know. Could be. It could be. It could be. <laughs> uh anything else? Katie's been watching that that reality show the too hot to handle about the people that are in the same house but aren't allowed to make out or have sex and if they do make out and have sex the whole group gets docked like a thousand bucks or something like that and um it's real bad man i can't oh i watched the whole show yeah you watch the whole show (laughs) yeah holy smokes like i'm letting her watch it and i'll just go in the other room because i don't get joy out of watch like i know a lot of people do i'm like and the way the the host talks Shut oh yeah, up. but uh, so that's bad. I've just been going in the other room and reading, which is good because I haven't read in a while. So, yeah, I mean it's it's about as bad as television could get. Um, the part that I enjoyed that uh, because uh, Jess Jess kind of got a tip on it that like this is going to be the next big show everyone's gossiping about, and I was like, I don't think so because I think it's just too bad to be that popular. Um. Yeah. And uh, the whole thing is there's it's a hundred thousand dollar prize, and there's ten people. So I'm in, I'm doing my head doing the math in my head. Is that ten k per person? And dude, yeah, if they if they kiss, I think it's like three thousand dollars out of the pool. So you've got all these kind of lame dumb hornballs who are really hot, but 
Um, and I was like, no, Jess, like, I'm pretty sure like it's a hundred K per like divided for everyone. And she's like, no, like, why would they do that? And I was like, cause they're idiots. And then, yeah, at the end, I, th- not to ruin it for everyone, but I think, ruin I, it. I think they, I think they each walk away with like $7,500 for a month of not hooking up. And they, ha- they yeah. had to get appearance fees or something on top of that. I think the hope was to get famous and like the hottest girl on the show has gotten like Instagram famous, famous. She's up to like, I think she's when she went on the show, she was at a hundred K followers. Now she's at like 3 million. So there's Who's a that? little bit of a Br- dividend. The brunette? Yeah. Francesca or whatever her name is. Um, yeah. Super dumb. Like <clears throat> I don't, this isn't a joke. The people from Tiger King, is that the name of that show? Yeah. Are infinitely smarter than the people on that show. Yes. Infinitely smarter. Yeah. I'm not they, being I mean, hyperbolic. Those people run no. really successful businesses in their own little world. There's no way those contestants on How Hot, Too Hot to Handle could function. I mean, they basically went on a show for no prize money. You can work a minimum wage job and get seven grand in three months. And uh, the Tiger King people, I mean, are at least care about something and are passionate about something. And that's kind of the whole thing of this show. All these people care about are looking hot and being into themselves and stuff like that. And I don't know. They, they try to build it up as, can we teach these losers to actually fall in love? But no, I mean, you're on a show like that. You know, the six, the hit rate is pretty low. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't enjoy it, but I can't complain because I'm rewatching Everwood. Right. And like Katie doesn't want to watch that. So I just go watch that amount, but I'm enjoying my Everwood. It's very cozy, man. It's very family friendly, bad TV. Uh, Let's see. Let's go to the sports. James, David, yet another week, another MLB realignment rumor. Uh, three cities, pack them in, 10 teams, making up a new mm-hmm. league. Sure, making up fake rumors, run it. Uh, it sounds like the MLB is closing in on doing their draft. I'm sure it'll be just as successful as the NFL's draft. Oh, he giggled. Tom Brady, guys, don't worry. He didn't violate the NFL's offseason rules by going to his offensive coordinator's house, but he did go to the wrong house. Been there, Baldy. Um, This is kind of fun. The NCAA approved third-party endorsement for student-athletes, which is making us think that they're going to bring back the NCAA video games, which puts Big Cat on this weird pedestal of life if if all that plays out. Uh, The Lakers got the small business loan that the government was handing out and smart, smart enough by them, they handed it back. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I've got the news on in front of me and they're still talking about Isaiah Thomas and MJ. So that's sports. Dude, fuck the Lakers. Fuck Shake Shack. Fuck all these companies taking the small business loan. You motherfuckers, that's for companies like us so I can pay our salaries and our payroll for a month. We're asking for like, I'm not going to say it, but it's, it's, it's five digits, you know? And Shake Shack and all these fuckers 
Harvard took like a hundred million dollars from it. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? They, I, I'm glad that Trump's making them return it or at least publicly like embarrassing them until they return it. But we got denied from the first round and like we're legit need it. Like we're yeah. who it's made for. So fuck the Lakers. I'm fuck Shake Shack. Pissing me off. We just got an email from our bank though and we're getting <clears throat> squared up for the next round of it. But but yeah, I dude, I can't believe it. Like what? What makes you think that you're entitled to that, fuckers? Yeah, I, I, I mean, it again. Step back if you're looking at it from any business standpoint. Any business wants four point six million dollars. That being said, let's not f the Lakers because they are returning it. So uh, that's uh, a step a in the public, right direction. Uh, yeah, but I mean, out of public, whatever. I think all of them have to return it. That didn't don't deserve it. And and, and also yeah, fuck and the, the banks that allowed those companies to get it. Yeah, well, uh, hey, 80-20 rule. I mean, you know, the banks probably do pretty well with Lakers business, so they were probably trying to scratch their back a little bit. Um, and, yeah, the, the Harvard thing was, uh, I, I forget. And, again, here, JJR, back in politics, we always end up here. But it was something like, you know, there was X amount of Harvard people in Congress or something, and, you know, kind of fishy that Harvard gets that money back. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the world's like a corrupt, bad place. It's crazy. I think Harvard the then fee- Harvard then tried to say they didn't get it, so I don't know where it lands there. But I know Shake Shack yeah. Shake Shack took like ten mil. Got to feed this country, and we can't get fucking what we need. But I think Five we're digits. I think I think we're gonna get it. Nine digits, Yelly. Um, yeah. So that's uh, but it's yeah, it's world actually spins sometimes, which. Kind of brings me to the NCAA, man. And, um, you know, at, obviously with the NCAA, uh, you got to see how things actually shake themselves out. But it seems like they're making moves for players to get reimbursed in different ways. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what. A, you know, there's a lot of emergency meetings for everything, sure. Barstool Big Cat has been streaming his NCAA football games on Twitch and like setting Twitch records for playing a video game that's six years old because they stopped making them. And I think it was part of the reason that the NCAA was like, we need to figure something out. If this can be this popular, um, like we need to get back to the drawing board, especially with the momentum that, that has been had in the NCAA world. But, I mean, it's it's starting to get like when I saw the progression of this going on, like Big Cat's playing NCAA football. There's a chance NCAA may, football may be coming back. NCAA is looking into it. Like Big Cat's on a potential presidential reach. <laughs> you think he could get voted president? Uh, the way he's ascending, and I, you know, I think I, you've. Ref- I mean, I love I love Big Cat, and he's great. But like, this is something that Big Cat, I'm part of my take, and Barcelona guys always forget too. Like, they the sports world is still a very small section of the world. Like, if I ask, right, but he's if starting I ask, to break it. If he's I ask any of Katie's parents, I always go to this. If I ask my sister's friends and my girlfriend's parents, do they know who Big Cat is? Zero chance. Do they know who Aaron Judge is? Only because they know me. Like you, right. we have to remember the sports world 
may be big, but it is still not less than 50% of the U.S. world. Like, I could ask yes. any of my aunts if they know who Big Cat is, and they would say, what? But Bud Light did a, I think it was a post-MJ doc thing or something like that, and it was like a after party, online after party. It was Little Wayne, Big Cat, and Gronk and Camille Kostak. And, like, that was their, that was their pull. I'm just saying... He's starting to get into a level of celebrity that's different. And, um, hey, man, uh, my other my guy I, that kind of started this bucket is The Rock. And, hey, you know, Big Cat has a lot of ways to get to The Rock, but The Rock was a WWE guy. What if I told you The Rock had serious presidential chances when he was just throwing dudes on mats? I'm just well, saying he's got a potential <clears throat> trajectory. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a little nuts. I mean, he's still probably like a tenth of the way up to the Rocks level. The Rocks, the biggest. I mean, not even. Not even. Not even. Yeah. But once you start multiplying, you start multiplying. I, it, the Rock literally. Uh, I mean, how old's Big Cat? Thirty four, thirty five. Yeah. What was the Rock doing then? Was he still just wrestling only? Like, talk about uh, talk about probably not, bubble. man. I mean, he he got into movies. He was the highest paid action star ever for his first movie he ever did. Right, because he grew this WWE bubble so large. Yeah, Scorpion. But I mean, he did. He did full full four years of college playing football, and then he kind of jumped into wrestling where he wasn't making money for a while. Again, it's not a direct comparison, but I'm just saying, Big Cat's starting to get into an interesting territory. Projection. Huge. He's outgrown. He's bigger than Barstool is for sure. Um, but. Presidential is like a hundred times bigger than that. You got to start multiplying. I I agree with that. But like he's the Rock I, did I his know. first movie at twenty four years old. But that wasn't the Night King or whatever. Scorpion King, which was he was the highest paid first time actor ever. Scorpion King. He was twenty four. Good for the Rock. Yeah, I mean he had a pretty quick. I mean he was still doing WWE and stuff then too. It says Scorpion King came out in 1996. Scorpion King was 2002. What did I just look up then? So then he was... All right, so then add four years. He was 30. So that makes more sense. He was 30. And hey, yeah. What did and I it, just Hey, up, let, let's be honest. The Rock didn't become The Rock until a lot more recently. I mean, his... Scorpion King, sure, he got paid WWE stuff, but it, it wasn't like, oh, The Rock's going to be a guy that could run for president one day. No, but, I mean, he's the hardest-working dude in showbiz. Like, he does, like, yeah. four movies a year in a TV show. I think the video game Scorpion King came out in 1996. That was the confusion there. You were a big Scorpion King gamer, too, so I get no, it. I just Googled Scorpion King. Um, Scorpion King, I, I watched that movie in theaters. It was bad. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> uh, I like some of the Rock's early movies though, like Walking Tall and the one with Johnny Knoxville. BBD, uh, just curiosity and cats. You're a couple moons younger than us. What's your like? When did you become familiar with the Rock? Did you know him as a wrestler? Did you know him as this like Kevin so wait, Hart? But I never watched. I never watched a single wrestling match. Like I don't sure. I still don't think, and I knew who he was, and I knew his catchphrase and everything. 
So that trans he transcended WWE pretty quickly. <clears throat> I mean yeah. a little bit, but I, I think we were also closer to WWE. Like there's guys now that Daniel Bryan's and guys like that that I think we'd be more familiar with if we were younger. Yeah, I'd say my, my generation. I feel like watched a lot less WWE growing up. I wasn't familiar with it at all. I definitely knew him as an actor way before I found out he ever like wrestled or ever played football or anything. Gotcha. I found out he like used to be an athlete. I was like, it makes sense. Jacked, but I was surprised. I was you man in in my teenage years when I found out. What do you think the rock's best movie is? I mean, what do you mean? Like grossing or oh no, your favorite movie of his? What would you say in your opinion? Uh, let me get in there because I mean, either way, we know it's probably going to be a bad pick for me. But I'd I'd like to get a second look of it. I mean, Reno nine one one. He's got a very small scene, but uh, that is a fantastic movie. The it's really hard to. IMDb has all of the, like the wrestling shows on there, so it's hard to like weed those out. I haven't we'll seen Moana. I hear I hear great th- great things. Um, oh yeah, people. That probably is like his most loved movie. See, I like. I mean, the, he, dude, he 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 jumped in the Fast and the Furious movies too, which I mean, those are just I haven't seen weird that. money. The Rundown and Walking Tall. I liked both of those. Um, but dude, you know, oh, Gridiron Gang. I saw I saw Gridiron, Gridiron Gang by myself in the movie theater. Um, I was supposed to go to an SAT prep class. I drove there, parked my awesome. car, walked into the door, pulled the door halfway open, and then said, "I don't want to fucking do this." So shut the door, drove to a movie theater, saw um, Gridiron Gang by myself, and went home. Love that. Sorry, um, mom, sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> Sorry you're finding out this way. Um, things are working out. Jim, I think I've got your movie, though. What's aren't that? You, aren't you a big fan of the new Jumanjis? Yeah, I was that, that's the, yeah. New Ju, the new Jumanjis, dude, are fucking funny. I didn't, I, okay. I didn't see them for like a year because I thought, you know, this is lame sequel, but they're good, both of them. They're really good. <laughs> Go watch them. Take a gummy and watch them. You'll laugh your ass off. Done. Have you seen them, Jake? Not fully, no. There's a scene where they all go into their characters and then they, if they touch their hearts, their strengths and weaknesses project on their screen. So, um, <laughs> like, who, the guy who gets the rock, his strength is, like, strength and power and stamina. And then the, the teenager who turns into Kevin Hart's body is, like, this big football player on the high school team. And then he, in the game, he's Kevin Hart's small body. And like his strengths are like none and his weaknesses is cake. And he's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's just a really easy setup for jokes and they crush it. Look at that. It's good stuff. Watch Jumanji. Um, NCA, we did that. Brady visits offensive coordinator's house. Did not violate NFL's offseason rules. Don't give up. Sure. Uh, another MLB realignment rumor, but this isn't even that different than what we've heard. Like they're all like three team hub, 10 teams in each. We've been talking about that for two weeks. What's different here? Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like it's with the announcement of that baseball will be played this year. I feel they think there's a little bit more legitimacy to it, but I don't know. I think it's, I think, it's people. I think the main difference with this one 
I believe they said they would like stay in their cities and be able to travel, but they're basically just staying in the time zone and like only going to these places. Which we we, we all kind of figured anyway. It's Nightingale, yeah. and the last time Nightingale wrote one of these, Jake aptly said, "Don't put any stock into it because it's Nightingale," and he was right. Because when we reached out to the people that we know, they all laughed and said that has not been discussed laughing um and jim uh, if we're patting each other on the back here the biggest screw up by the mv by the mvp the biggest screw up by mlb was when they leaked that fake japan rumor because otherwise it's been a rumor per week on the nose yeah which we said yeah well that japan rumor who leaked that I mean, that was, I mean, did I we know think that was BBD? Yeah, I think that was BBD. Because I've never seen it anywhere. I think BBD leaked it and put it on our, our playlist or whatever. Damn. Pretty sure it was Kirkjian, but now I got to go find it. Kirkjian? <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, I, mean, I believe his, his tweet was at least the it, first one I saw mentioning it. It was on like real stuff, unfortunately. Damn it. I love that. May's going to be tough, man. I, I, I'm on a big war path right now for like people. Keep in check because it's going to be people are getting antsy. They're going to want plans. It's I don't know. I think it's going to get ugly. Okay. I think I think uh, and someone we know said this like public perception of like, fuck this, open them up might become louder than the safety people. Is that kind of what you're saying, too? I mean, yeah, I I think that's that's kind of already happening. Well, um, Fauci just came out today, I think, and was like, no, we're not ready. No, 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 yeah. no, no. We're not going to be ready. So that's cool. Yeah. It's uh, and that's now we've got like smart people butting heads, which is scary. I don't know. I think May's going to be nuts. All right. Uh, here we go. It's the half. That's the half. I got my coffee. I forgot it. Now I have it again. You like hazelnut coffee, Jake? You think BBD hears that whistle and he starts like kind of getting nervous about yeah, yeah, like what I, fruits coming do up? Do you think he just? I think he just ran to his keyboard and googled fruits. I kind of saw that too. There's <laughs> a sense of panic. That, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> do you like how much mobility I have back here? Yeah, I'm pretty jealous. Um. And it's partially because... If I had because, my Bluetooth on, I'd be fucking... Yeah. I mean, I I just haven't been comfortable for two and a half weeks now. So that's... And right now you look like... You look agile. This is the best I've felt in a long time. So... Like you look like you, you'd be doing something athletic, like, during the show. Yeah, look at me. I'm doing... What are these called? Like, slides? Side steps? Side steps. I'm like sliding that. back and forth. Doing reps. Yeah, it's been good. That'd be a good, uh, maybe if the world does like completely shut down and everyone's miserable. What's the best of like the warm up footwork drills? Because is it the side? I mean, everyone leans grapevine and I'm as gifted as a grapeviner this world's ever seen. Um, But I don't know, high knees, butt kickers. Butt kicks are good. Side shuffles. I'm not a high knees guy. I would go grapevine then then, uh, butt kicks. You ever open the gate? What's what that got, David? Uh, I like opening the gate. And my, my go-to line anytime we did high knees was, I'd just say, huh, I love high knees. 
Okay. <laughs> every now and then you'd get that reaction from somebody and I was like, it was worth it. It's worth making this joke every day. It's an exhausting laugh is what you're looking for. Um, opening the gate is great. When I the found out, what is one, that? So that one you do like two of the lightest side shuffles. Like you're not exerting any energy. So you do two light side shuffles on a hop and then you lift one leg and you open it up, open the gate and bring it to the other side. So, and then you do it back. I slide to here. And now I'm going to lift my left leg, open, open it, it, and, then, and then do the little slide hop. Oh, ah, headphone oh, cord got me, but still connected to the wires. I got it. I got it. I got it. It's just very delicate and nice. All right. BBD, what fruit are you giving us for the first half? I went plum, deceptively juicy uh, mm. and entertaining, but mm. like I'm not interested in it when I look at it. <laughs> Damn. Came at us, came but at like, first. Uh, well, yeah. oh, I surprised myself. There was no good sports news, so I think what you're saying is Jake and I did well with an ugly face. Story of our life. I We did miss this, and maybe we should circle back tomorrow, but some Manny Taiwan rumors are circling, so that's fun. Manny Ramirez? Yeah. That's what I said yesterday. That Puig should just go over there and play. Manny's one step ahead of you. If Manny goes to Taiwan, I won't watch every game, but I will watch any time. I'll be like, where's the Manny at bat? He's 47. He says he misses hitting. <laughs> I bet, dude. Same. Uh, all right. I read the news today. Six o'clock, time for the news. A dog gave birth to 21 puppies and set a new world record in Australia. So a new Australian record. A man, a man bought 28 tons of onions and drove 869 miles disguised as an onion seller to beat lockdown. Owner of Fate's Pizza in Atascadero robs Fate's Pizza in Paso Robles at gunpoint. Damn. A couple sailing around the world had no idea about the coronavirus pandemic. A woman refuses to donate her stockpile of PPE to NHS. To NHS workers because she needs it for an art project. Too many acronyms there that I don't understand. Tupac Shakur really does need his unemployment check. What does that I read the news today, oh boy. All right, so I don't really get a lot of these, Jake, but the first two are awesome, and the third one, also awesome. The fourth one, interesting. The last two completely lost me. It, the only thing I'll point you towards is, I think Atascadero is a great letter combination for you. At a Scudero, what is it? I don't know. I think it's the town's name, but I think oh. it's just a, a really good letter combination and pattern for what you like to do with your mouth. Did you think I did a good job or a bad job? Are you being facetious? I you, I, no, I think it was just a great fit. Like I think those, those letters and how, how you like to present it. Like I think if you got into an at a Scudero rhythm, like, I think you'd be hot. Okay. 
Atascadero. Is that it? I think there's almost an Ishkaba effect to it. If, Ooh, you, Ishkaba, if you say Ishkaba, it the right way. Ishkaba, yeah. Atascadero. I don't know. How about these puppies, man? How about them? There they are. They're born. For sure. Imagine having 21 dogs inside of you. That's the whole I article, huh? I literally can't. What do you think the old world record was? I'm going to say 20. Um, you Imagine know, I, if the I old like, world record was like six. It's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. You're saying 20. 21. Yeah. Blackjack. Imagine having to come up with 21 names for dogs. The the 20th and 21st are just have such shitty names. Yeah, I think you do something like, God, you pick out like a whole football team or something. You take a name from each offensive and defensive starter. That'd be cool. It smells like burning wood, which is scaring me a little bit. Not not good. This Indian man bought 28 tons of onions. So first, like how many onions is 28 tons of onions? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that. It's a lot, man. Can you, what's 28 tons in pounds? I think that would be a better way for me to understand it. Isn't, isn't a ton 2,000 pounds? Yeah, uh, 28 tons is 56,000 pounds. So a lot. It's a lot of onions. So I don't think this is the real picture. I think it's just a stock picture of onions. Looks like a stock pick. In a desperate attempt to reach home during India's strict coronavirus lockdown, a man traveled more than 800 miles home disguised as an onion seller, only to be sent to quarantine by local police after reaching his destination. According to police... Prem Murtai Pandey, an employee at Mumbai's airport, loaded a truck with 28 tons of onions and traveled around 1,400 kilometers from Mumbai to his home in Prayagraj, northern India. Uh, He rented a truck, hired a driver, and disguised himself. We bought the onions from a vegetable market near Mumbai, and using the excuse of produce delivery, we crossed three states to finally reach home on Friday after traveling for three days. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of cool. Kind of seems like you didn't need to do all that. Kind of seems like, yeah, the police should also get you in trouble and stuff. I don't know what to think about this. He just got it from the local market. They had 28 tons. Now I'm thinking it's less than I initially thought. Just a lot of onions, man. Um, I'm kind of well known as not an onion guy. Jake doesn't like Um, the sweet. Excuse me? So you don't like the sweet? The sweet. sweet? Yes, onions are sweet. No, 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 no. It's not the sweet of the onion. It's the texture. You can cook onions and get multiple textures. A lot of people don't like raw onions. Yeah, I, I just don't find the crunch appealing at all. Like, and that's why I can eat like an onion ring. I mean, if it's covered in you like sauteed onions, then sounds like you'd like sauteed onions. I mean, I I can eat them. I still don't like them. They still add nothing for me. Mm. Um, but and the other thing that's kind of on my mind when I read this story, and again, it's another uh, didn't really come into JJR world. But remember when gas 
or oil went into the negative or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we need, we need the follow-up story to that and BBD, keep your eyes, eyes open. Cause shouldn't there be a story about some crazy guy in Oklahoma or Texas who like, he's like, wait, you'll pay me to take oil. I've got all these empty barrels in my backyard anyway. Like, shouldn't that story be coming out at some point? I don't know how it works. Is it, is it free? I'm guessing like in like the stock market and trading, it's free, but I don't know if like physically at the pumps, it's free. No, no, no. So that's the whole thing. You have to be able to hold on to the oil because that's the whole thing is that it costs more to for them to store it at that point. Um, I don't know. My oil and gas guys are trying to tell me, but you need to like, like they come up to your house with like oil and you need to have the barrels and be able to store it. And a lot of people don't have that. So I don't know. Just something to look out for. Yeah. If you're... I would just hang on to the, if I was a guy with a lot of oil, I'd just hang on to it. Well, that's, that's kind of the point, right? Like he could have gotten paid to keep it and then you sell it when oil's worth money. again. Yeah. But I'm saying the person that's paying him to keep it, that person should just keep it. Cause you're, then you're losing a future investment and you're losing money on the spot. So that doesn't add up to me at all. Yeah, maybe we're lost. Maybe this isn't a JJR topic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you get paid to keep it, and then you could flip it for even more money. So it'd be like money on money. But who's but paying people to take oil? The oil companies. That's the whole thing. Why wouldn't they just keep it and wait till they it's worth more? They didn't have space to store it because there is no world supply. But they just walked with no oil demand. in their hands. I'm I'm lost. Basically, that's what I'm. That's you're you're starting to get. That should be the story. There's probably some crazy guy in Oklahoma or Texas who said, "Yeah, I'll store oil," and he like threw it in a pool or something. Just dig a hole in a quarry, bury a school bus, fill it with oil. Boom, boom. That happened in uh right by the quarry, right behind Katie's parents' house. Except they didn't put oil in the school bus that they buried in the quarry. They put school kids. They kidnapped a whole school bus buried in a quarry. Fucked up. They all survived. They found him. Whoa. Uh, you know, I made onion rings the other day. Dude, I made such a good wow. lunch the other day. Like a diner, greasy lunch. I made burgers. And then I made home fries, but I made them real crispy. And then since I had the oil going anyway and I had an onion next to me, I just battered up a bunch of onions and made onion rings. And I had never done a lot of that before. And I made the burger. I made it a burger with roast beef on top of the burger, cheddar cheese on top of that, onions on top of that, barbecue sauce. Mm. And I put it in front of Katie Saturday. And we ate it and everything tasted exactly how I dreamed it would taste. It was like, I was so excited. Nice. It's great lunch. Pretty unhealthy, but fantastic. Nice. The owner of Fate's Pizza in Atascadero robs Fate's Pizza in Paso Roble. So, like, are they owned by the same people? Is it just a franchise that I'm not aware of? It, Am I saying it terrible? I believe it's Fats. Um, that's just what I got. And uh, it's two different fats pizzas, and one and one of the guys got mad that there's another one with the same name. So nothing to do with like tough times in Corona. 
don't believe so. I didn't give it a full read. The picture that pops up, I, I'm not clicking the article, but when you roll over it, it's like money, gun. We got some keys and stuff. Looks pretty diesel. Yeah, I can show I can show the people that picture. Right. Right about now. Here's the picture. Uh yeah, you got a gun with some sort of makeshift silencer or silencer? I don't I don't know gun shits. A bandana, brass knuckles, glow sticks, a bunch of keys and a bunch of money. Interesting. Like even even if that's not the picture from this thing, that's just a diesel picture. What about this? This is the guy who did it. You like him? There's a better pick down here of his bald head. If you cut off the head, it gets better for him. Like there, promise of hair. And it's it's not a shot at the baldness, but it's just more of a like if you saw this guy authored your book, you'd be like, yeah, okay. Ah, I don't know about that. Maybe without- Dude, it depends how much head is there. I'm telling you, if you slowly scroll up on the head, you'll be like kind of normal. You know, okay, yeah, this guy's a deep thinker. But when you start bringing in more bald, it's just... It's, ah. It needs a hat. Oh, he was, uh, he was uh, taken into custody for robbery and kidnapping because he forced the employees into a different location of the restaurant. That's, That's tough. kidnapping? If you're like, everyone go in the freezer for 10 minutes while I rob this place, that's kid. No, that can't be kidnapping. Kidnapping means you got to take those people away with you somewhere. Yeah. So I think I could fight that in a court of law pretty well. You'd like to think. I don't know. I'm well versed. Get in the basement. Right? It's not kidnapping. Come on. Kidnapping. Get the whole case thrown out for that. A uh, couple sailing around the world comes home to find out there's a pandemic. I don't believe this from the jump. Mm. So I'm going in super skeptical. It seems like an idea that people have, like imagine, and then they piece together a fake article from nauticmag.com. If anyone needs clips right now, it's Nautic Mag. Nautic Mag. Uh, see, I'll, I'll tell you what sounds fishy from the jump. Um, so they had already heard of the coronavirus before leaving. Um, yeah, said they knew little of the virus when they set sail. Cause here's my thing. Like, is there a world where there's some couple that was like, you know what? Let's hit, hit the ocean for 60 days. No technology at all, man. How crazy would that be? Uh, and like, okay, I could kind of get that. But 25-day trip, you weren't checking in on anything? Like, no. They're embellishing. So, th- so no, this is what they say. They say, we told our shore contacts we didn't want to hear any bad news. All right, like, get out of here. Yeah. Then you know there's bad news. Then you know there's bad news, right? So, like, we, di- we don't want to leave St. Vincent for now as nowhere is open. We're sitting tight for the time with the aim of getting out before hurricane season starts at the beginning of June. Um, yeah, they like left in February and they knew that it was China in China and they knew that it was, you know, a possibility that it could spread. That doesn't count. What the cool story would be if they left before anything and they came back. Right. 
So there were there were minus few cool stories points. when everything like went down that I heard about on the radio. It's like people were like hiking for a week and it was that week like everything changed. And those right. are believable because it's like they left Sunday and by Thursday the world changed. Yes. But it's nuts because that was six weeks ago. Uh, and then this woman who, who stockpiled a lot of masks and gloves says that she's not going to share them with medical helpers because she's using it for an art project. So I'm going to skip right over that because go fuck yourself. Yeah. And Bashir called it a prank, but Tupac Shakur really like this again. BBD, is this worth reading or is it nothing? The Tupac this guy, it, this guy thought it was a prank, but it's a guy whose name is Tupac Shakur Shakur who like signed up for the unemployment thing and they like didn't want to give it to him because they were like, this is fake. It's oh, it's just no, another guy named Tupac Shakur. Yeah. Cool. It's a cool. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. It's like, well, there's a guy that lived in like Ohio whose name was Adolf Hitler. <laughs> you can, you can, that's, I guess the problem for me with that is you can make that guy a headline whenever you want. Whenever you want, just use him to your disposal. Tup- Tupac Shakur seen grocery shopping. No, not that Tupac Shakur. A gentleman in Lexington that we use every other week to write a story. Now, a grocery shop. Now I'm kind of romanticizing that the second Tupac Shakur has a uh, paparazzi friend, and whenever they're in a bind, you know, maybe like every three years they have like a reunion in March where they do this shit. Let's let's create a story where I can use this. Let's get some money real quick. And then they sell the photos and the headlines and all and do an interview. I like that. If the town made this Tupac Shakur, like an actual town celebrity, I think I'm in on it. Yeah. That's some parks and rec just, type shit. Just like, just like every, every week they played it like, Whoa, can you believe Tupac Shakur seen getting gas? And I think I, <clears throat> do we like it better? We like it better if the guy hates it. He has to outwardly hate it. I mean, I think every time you see this guy in town, you got to play a Tupac song. Yeah. It's tough, but it is what it is. Anyway, he needs yeah. money. Um, I was going to tell you something before we, <laughs> we did that. By the way, this man needs money. Yeah, he does. It's nice. kind of a tough break. Uh, yeah, I was going to tell you something, but I forgot. Oh, uh, I just dropped like a go fuck yourself. And, and, um, cameo I got last night said like, she loves it when you say, go fuck yourself. So if you can drop that in the cameo and I didn't know that was something that I said, like I said often, but I guess I just dropped it there without knowing it. And then now it clicked like, Oh, maybe I do say that a lot. It's in your phrases there. You, uh, when you have crossed your boundary where you're willing to say that you're going to say it. Because why not? Why not? That's the whole spirit of go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, idiot, dummy. I get a lot of shit when people don't realize how loosely I use those phrases. Right. I'll call anyone an idiot at any time. it 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 means nothing to me. It's like calling someone like, you, you little bozo. Like the way you do with your little kids. Hey. Yo, BBD has family members in the clown community, so you cannot drop a hard B. It's actually just BBD. 
I don't know how BBD is going to take this. You think maybe make he's a, got some experience? You think he'd make a good clown? I think he'd be a really cute clown. Something <laughs> <laughs> uh, like okay. you know how clowns clowns kind of have the inherently scary vibe. I think if BBD went full clown, it wouldn't be that scary. You'd be like, "This is a nice clown." Yeah, until you're cuted out and then you're fucking petrified. Yeah. All right. We got to get going to this interview. Jimmy. You want to do better today? Well, we we forgot to circle back on the old NFL draft bets. We got to know what hit. Oh, okay. Because I think think my one long shot hit, I think I screwed the pooch on the other two. Um... Better the day, it's the better the day. Better the day, better the day. Bet of the day, it's the bet of the day. Jakey Jakey placed three bets for the NFL draft. The first one was that was three players from the Ohio State University would be selected in the first round. He said over. The next one was that the dude that the Lions picked at the four spot or the three spot would not be picked at the three spot. And the fourth bet was something that I completely forget. Mm. So you went over two on those first ones, right? I got them. I got I I got the lines wrong, the Okuda one wrong. They yep. took him at the three spot. And I got I that one right. Back. Tua, what was Tua, or was it Herbert? You had uh, you had Ohio State one over two and a half in the first round, which you got right. Okuda, I got that wrong. one right, and that and was big money, by the way. I got that yeah. one right as well, so I'm two for two. And you had the over on Herbert at the fifth and a half pick. He went six. That's free money, people. I think I went three for three. I mean, live in whatever world you want. I'll give you three for three. Well, I did. I I don't remember what I said on the Herbert one, but I definitely got the first two correct. That's what we're saying. That's what I'm saying to you. But I think I agreed with you. And I'm saying I'll give it to you. Because Bobby agreed with you. Bobby agreed with you, so then I agreed with you. And the first one, I didn't agree with you, but I hit the wrong button. Ah, so you didn't go three for three. It's official, man. Whatever button I hit is official. You can't use it as a cop-out when you're the one that put the rule in place. I know. So you agreed with me. That's what you're saying. <laughs> so I got the oh, first two. Oh, that was, that was the big money one. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about the Bobby one at all, but I'm giving it to you either Thank way. You. Baby D, did you write down my picks? Huh? Jerk? I didn't. Fuck. Three for three. How about that? I only What's have one color pen. Do you? <laughs> that's, uh, that's valid. It's valid. BBD. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That, Do you uh, have something at you my, want? At my first job after college, <laughs> if I said that, I would have got yelled at. <laughs> uh, do you? Do you? Do you have a bet for today? No, there's nothing. Okay, cool. That's the end of the show. Thank you guys very much. We'll be back tomorrow with another (laughs) whatever this is. John Boy and Jake Radio. See you then. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye.